Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Ao and Antino. We're back at it again, ready to go. It's been like two weeks and however many days, however many hours, and however many minutes, and however many seconds, and however many milliseconds, and whatever smaller than that. It's been a lot. So welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast. It is, surprisingly, two years, whoa, tomorrow, that Two Crazy Scoops has actually been a podcast on the air, in your ears, in your brain. How do you feel about that, Aaron? Uh, Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's been uh, two years, so. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Although, technically, I think we started before that, but. It has been four years of Two Crazy Scoops podcast, two years in your ears, two years in your brain. Right, exactly. Two year, four years in our brain and two, two, four years in our ears, or my ears at least. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, hmm. A lot has happened in the past two years. A lot has happened. A lot hasn't happened. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Before we started, you know, A global pandemic was not even something that we even imagined for our time. I think um, Ebola was the last scare. Kind Mm, of? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I remember for a short period of time, they were like, it could be coming over here. Wash your hands. Get hand sanitizers in all the buildings. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds about right. They were like, don't hug anyone. And I really took that to heart. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. For years to come. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You still don't hug anybody. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. We started in December 17th of 2019. Uh, we were re- just w- ready to go, ready to blow the world into pieces. And then in March, uh, it slowly died. And then we had to figure out a way to make it all come together. Mm-hmm. And now here we are back again. Yeah. Uh, I actually am pretty surprised we even survived the past two weeks. Considering we took a cross-country road trip that I have not actually even taken with Anna before. This was the first road trip that we had taken together. And I didn't put those pieces together until recently. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I was like, why did this feel so different? Like, why was I so, like, stressed on the highway? Mm -hmm. But I think Texas was pretty, that's consistently been the worst state to drive through for me. Well, that's... Yeah, but what about Bucky's? Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> we're gonna we're talking. We start with the negative, okay, and then we just go all the way up to Bucky's. <laughs> okay, but how did you feel driving in Texas? I felt fine. I mean, you did most of the driving, so yeah, I hated Texas, but you drove mostly in Texas, though, or c- tried to drive at least. Mm-hmm. But shout out to a uh, listener of the show. Devon, <laughs> for finding us a place to stay. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, shout out to him. Yes. We had a, a very nice place to stay on the way back. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like an Airbnb he was able mm-hmm. to hook us up with. So, really appreciate that. And, okay, <laughs> moving on. A special thanks to our other friend, Leah, for giving us a place to stay. <laughs> Free of charge. I mean... 
One time someone used to criticize me and tell me that I was just like a beggar, basically, because I always got all this free stuff. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I give people free stuff. You do. We've given this podcast free. That's true. In fact, we've invested money into the podcast, so. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's more money to, <laughs> to go into it. Um, no, yeah, exactly. No, I completely agree. Um, but through the, just driving down the highway at night for me is something I prefer to do. I don't know why. Um, but at a certain point, I think we were both looking at each other at all the dead carcasses of deer. Oh yeah. That was on the way. What, to what's, what state was it? Florida. It was probably Texas and whatever came after that. Oh, uh, it looked like someone had just gotten a semi truck and was just throwing dead deer yeah on both sides of the freeway and there were certain parts where the highway was just red red you kept passing all these red spots yeah that was not a great feeling because i you know i've been on road trips before where i've hit deer and so not a pleasant experience but i'm glad we made it there safely and back no deer incidents none whatsoever i think we did see some though but Um, didn't we see a few that were still alive on the side of the road i i just maybe i didn't see them Okay. But I was like, oh, man, Aaron, like, I don't want to have another story with you about deer, okay? Well, hey, it would have made a great episode <laughs> no. for the podcast. <laughs> like, episode 15, Antonio totals his car. Right. And we're still stuck in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aaron totaled my car and then flew back to Arizona. I know, right? <laughs> I did think about that because I don't ever want to, like, be responsible for destroying someone else's car. There you go. Just take a one-way trip to Mm -hmm. nowhere. Yeah, so that would have been bad. if, Even if it wasn't my fault, per se, even if I was driving and something happened, I still would have felt really bad. That's what insurance is for. What what do people say the American dream is in just a general sense throughout the years? The American dream? Yeah, what are people describing? I guess a house and a white picket fence and a job and a car and... I experienced the American dream, Aaron. Okay, what is the American dream? Picture yourself in a field on a bright, sunny day. And you end up at an establishment that has close to 100 gas pumps. (laughs) Uh, That's the first thing that comes to my mind. 100 gas pumps. And it's inside, it's like a, it's like if you got a gas station and turned it into a Costco. There is pulled pork sandwiches ready to go. You can grab it and leave. There is beef jerky. More flavors than you even knew were possible or ever imagined in your own personal time could be possible. There's merchandise. <laughs> Aisles of merchandise. You can buy... A uh, beaver suit. You can dress up as a beaver. And that's something I've always wanted to do. (laughs) And there was someone in the parking lot who had already done that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We are talking about Bucky's gas station. (laughs) It is beautiful. It is glorious. It is self-indulgence. Wow. You'll never have to wait for a gas pump again. And you'll never go hungry. Unless you don't have seven ninety five <laughs> for a sandwich. <laughs> for a sandwich. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, those okay. Bucky's was probably one of the highlights of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> like you're discovering you're, Bucky's. You're maybe, miserable. Yeah, maybe put a picture up. I will. Okay. Yeah. You're miserable. You're driving on the freeway. You're driving through Texas. It's a terrible experience. It's miserable. You're regretting the whole reason why you were ever on the road. And then <laughs> deep in the distance, there is a 17 miles away Bucky's. You have been redeemed. You're looking forward to something again. You stop. It's just glorious. I hate the word glorious, but that's what it is. Yeah. It is nice. And funny enough, when you're on a road trip, one of the tricky things about being on a road trip is, you know, obviously you have to stop for restroom breaks and stuff. And and that can get kind of tricky. But fortunately, Bucky's have very clean bathrooms, which is really nice because when you're on a road trip. And they had like in the this is probably TMI. But when you go inside the actual stalls, there's like, <laughs> oh. san- yeah, I know. There's sanitizer for the seat. Have you ever been to a bathroom or public restroom that has sanitizer for the seat? And they, I think they still had the, sh- I believe they had the, um, oh, no, I don't know. I'm not sure. The sheets? The sheets. I think they still had the sheets for the toilets, too. So every, anything, anyway, everything is clean. Um, there's lights that tell you if someone's in the stall or not, red or green. Uh, there's and, and the bathrooms are huge, so you have plenty of space. You're not all cramped up on other people. I Means there's lots of ventilation, so you know <laughs> you, don't, you don't walk because you know how that is. You walk into those public bathrooms sometimes. And I like, just put my AirPods on. I put noise cancellation, and I just try to not breathe. Ugh, yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about that at Bucky's. Nope. <laughs> so, I suggest that everyone drive to their closest one, which is probably in Texas. I guess. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. but the route that we went, which was south, mm-hmm. there was Bucky's all along the way. Yeah. I was sitting in the car, you know, again, saddened because of the journey. <laughs> Deep in the distance, I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. The moon is out today. But it wasn't the moon. <laughs> it was even better than that. <laughs> it was a Bucky's sign in the distance. <laughs> the logo for Bucky's. No, it was cool, though. I, yeah. I, I was, was pretty like, impressed. I was like, I like this place so much. There has to be something wrong with them. Like, <clears throat> They probably, I don't know, fund like slave labor in some area or something. Probably. And my guess is the pulled pork is actually horse meat. Oh. <laughs> it's a lot uh, more inexpensive and they can higher profit margin. So that would be my guess. Nice. <laughs> How many of those did you have? <laughs> I had probably about half a horse. <laughs> and then I ate the other half as I went back oh, that's from true. Florida. That's true. So. Shout out to Bucky's and to the horses that they eat. <laughs> and you had been to Florida beaches before? Yes, but southern Florida beaches. Oh, party. <laughs> yeah, like Miami, West Palm Beach. Bienvenido. <laughs> yeah. So I had never been to Florida. And I think going to the Jacksonville Beach where we went was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. Everyone that I've told so far, they're like, oh, is it warmer there? Is it colder? And I was like, I don't go in the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't tell you. Or, or didn't you? Oh, okay. Never I mind. went as close as I could to it trying to find stuff. Yeah. But I didn't go in the water. Oh, okay. And gotcha. water is always cold to me, so I could never honestly tell you. Gotcha. I think I walked in the water, like along the water, but not. Didn't um, I didn't get in either. Didn't she say there were sharks in there, though? I'm not sure. Maybe. That's what stopped me. I don't know, just something about being a place where there's gators and Well, there's no gators in the in the ocean though. Oh. They were all in those um 
you know, in those little lakes that we saw and stuff like that. Um, oh, if, um, oh, well, the shells. I never got my seashells. Oh, we probably still have them. Oh, okay. Probably right. crushed in some bag at you my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of nice just to collect seashells and sit on the beach. I love that's my favorite place to be. And of course, this time of year was a little bit cooler, but um but it was nice. It was a good experience. Um and what was I going to say? There was something else that we saw and my brain just drew a blank. It'll oh. come back to me in a second. Well, I like to call the beach the world's gift shop because it's just walking through. You can pick stuff up, take stuff for free, then give it to someone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We saw a starfish there, too, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that. I don't know if it was alive or not. We're not still up dead. for a debate. <laughs> I know it was dead. There's no way that thing was alive. It was dried as anything. Uh, I don't know. It looked like, I don't know. It could have went either way. Yeah, it um, could have gone one way. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> it was not coming back to life. I'm sorry. Death was it. <laughs> um, let's see. Did we see any alligators? I did, but briefly. It was behind a chain fence. We're in a swamp area. Okay. Where we were going, I think we would have seen we would have seen alligators, but thankfully it was closed. Okay. Because uh, you guys are freaks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that was cool. And then we the museum we went to, was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. You know, typically, museums can be hit or miss for me, depending on how they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, but this one was really nice. And that display, and again, I forgot the name of the artist, but that display. Something Law. Yeah, that display we saw with the hanging flowers Floral and stuff. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, and if we had got there sooner, we probably would have saw more of them. You know, it probably would have well, been a little bit brighter, but still, also, even then, it looked good. Yeah. Oh, because it changes colors, like they were saying, mm-hmm. over time. So yeah. a lady pays the locals to go out and pull different brush, which is supposed to be it's more dried uh, floral things, flowers, brush, off of trees and stuff like that. And then they tie it all together, and she puts it in an arrangement where the cutlers flow together. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a... Um, I don't know, like a color palette or something. Mm-hmm. And then as it dries, it changes colors, and you can appreciate it in different ways. Yeah. You know, it's something only a rich person can do, but. Well, yeah, and it's very long. It's like a, almost like a, it's set up like a curtain almost. Yeah, like and you can't take pictures curtain. of it. You can't take pictures, but I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put those on the Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that mall security guy is going to hunt us down. <laughs> or whatever. He's not mall security. He's museum security. But uh, but no, it was it was really nice. And then of course the entertainment that that evening was I I loved it. It was a, a lady there singing. It was a very straight. small. This probably the smallest venue I've ever been to. Well, and the least amount of people. Well, that it wasn't really been. a venue. It was just a dining area for you to eat. Yeah, um, there but there was, like was a lady people. there who was uh, singing some songs straight to me. Yeah, straight to Aaron. She was singing to my heart. So that was nice. That was one of the highlights for me. And then we saw that tree that was like, however old. Remember, it was like the oh, oldest tree in the U.S. Or yeah, it was. Was it an oak tree? Let's just say it's an oak tree. Yeah, maybe I can't remember. Yeah, it, yeah, it was very old. Yeah, and huge too. And uh, yeah, in fact, because one of the branches was coming off the ground, I thought it was a separate tree. Mm-hmm. It was actually part of the same tree. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty nice. We do have pictures of that too. I think. Yeah, we got pictures of the garden area. Yeah. Um. And I'm trying to think what else. What else did we do? 
Um, a Brazilian food. Oh, I had beef at the Portuguesa. Yes, we went to the yes, we went to the restaurant and had a Brazilian or a Portuguese restaurant. Yeah, and had um, beefy de Portuguesa, which is um, basically like s- steak with uh, prosciutto on top, and then there's a fried egg on top, and then there's like um, chips. Or not chips, but potatoes. Potatoes. Potatoes that are thinly sliced, almost like potato chips and fried. Which we had talked about before on the podcast, and it looked good in the pictures. Oh, that's right. We did talk about it. You're right. But I experiencing it was just a whole... I wish I had that today. Right now, actually. I wish I was eating that currently during the podcast. (laughs) As we're doing the podcast. Yeah, it was really good. You know, if you told me quit the podcast and you can eat this every day, I'd probably do that. (laughs) Oh, so man. whoever's out there and really wants me to quit that bad, <laughs> those are my terms. <laughs> those are your terms. Oh man, no, it was yeah, that was really good. And you actually got something that I had never tried before, but it actually wasn't that bad. Octopus. Yeah. So what did you think it was going to look like when they brought it out? I thought there were going to be tentacles on his plate, and so I was like, no, this is nasty, and I'm not going to order this. But I will see what you. And when it came, it was actually all very thinly sliced up. I, I thought it was going to be one giant tentacle. Ugh. And, like, I'd have to cut it, it with a knife. And oh. I was like, well, I'll take one for the team because, one, I'm on vacation. Two, I, I, I've backed out before and regretted it. Mm-hmm. So not that I regretted it because it could have – I just – it could have tasted bad or good, but I regret not trying something new. Mm-hmm. And so when we got it, which everyone was trying to talk me out of – Mm. When it came, it was the greatest thing ever. It was, did you take pictures of it? Uh, yeah, I think I did like halfway through. Okay. <laughs> was so but hungry. it was thinly sliced up, so you couldn't really, like you it was not. cups. Yeah, you could still see them, but they were sliced, which made it a little bit more um, visually not as disgusting. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to a nice restaurant, which I assume this is a nice restaurant, mm-hmm. I just don't see them, pre- like presentation's a pretty big thing at the food industry right but if you order octopus and you know what that is then to me it's like you get whatever they give you <laughs> i don't think they'd present it in that kind of way though i mean is brazil mm. really is their the presentation of food that different from the way we eat it? i've never ordered well, octopus so i never <laughs> i don't know they're like here you go sir they just bring out a whole octopus you got to cut the tentacle oh, off for yourself God. <laughs> they're oh. like opa <laughs> <laughs> they turned yeah, that's, grease somehow. That's just nasty to me. So I don't know. I couldn't. Good. But I had a lot of. Fa- I, I appreciate the fact that you had the courage to do it. So, um, more, well, but, but stupidity. They're very often confused. <laughs> well, I did try a piece though, and it, like I say, it wasn't as it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. If it was bad though, this would be a totally different conversation. It would. Like you idiot. Not you chose only the octopus, it, right? <laughs> And it looked terrible. <laughs> it tried strangling me. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, man. No, oh. it had a garlic sauce. It was like a buttery garlic sauce with some gar- actual garlic cloves in it. And um, it was all over the top. And I ate the octopus and it was so good. And the sauce was so good that I had to like really stop myself from just taking the bread and dipping it in there. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that I really needed to appreciate what was coming after that. Right. So exactly. it was just a really like, you know. Last self control. Yeah, any a lot of times when you smother anything in butter and garlic, that kind of <laughs> hides its true identity. It's true identity. <laughs> so, but yeah, very good. Loved it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was my probably the best meal I had all year. 
Unless you're firing someone. Don't give them like a firing packet dipped in butter and garlic sauce. Yeah, yeah, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make that better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That was the food. And then the area that we were at, there was cats everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. They were just, there was a cat literally lounging in the middle of the road. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> lots of, uh, lots of strays. Um, and the downtown area was really nice, too. We didn't get a chance to walk around there, but. We drove around it, yeah. Yeah. But that was, downtown Jacksonville was really nice. There was just too many people down there. It was a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. It was packed. So we just drove around there, and a lot of the houses. And buildings that were there had been there since, like, what, the 1600s, she was telling us? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, overall, it was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a much-needed mini-vacation. Yeah, mini-vacation. But it's funny. We spent as many days on the road as we did vacationing, but at the same time, I, like, just enjoyed driving and not thinking about anything. Cause yeah, and the music was good. Um, I learned uh, some new songs um, from you. That I added to my playlist. Um, so that was good. I like that part of it. I do like the music part of the road trip and just in the car, just relaxing, you know. Bucky's just totally redeemed that portion it did. for me, it too. Did. So. No, it did. It really did. That that helped. That helped <laughs> out a lot. And like I said, and um, yeah, it was it was cool. You Like I said, you did most of the driving. So for me, it was just like sit back, relax, and put your feet up, which I didn't do. But Thank you. <laughs> I had thought about it. I don't think there was enough room for you to put your feet up. Well, if I had, like, went across, so, like, diagonally. So, my feet, one of my feet probably would have been in your way. In the dashboard in front of my view. Yeah. But, I mean, you could have leaned over against the window and still drove. Yeah, there you go. That's what windows are for. (laughs) Exactly. open it and hang out half of it while you're driving. (laughs) Cruise control all the way. (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah. So, we're back. And we're alive. And, um... Let's see, some road trip topics that we thought of. You decide, oh, I left you in charge of bringing the snacks because you always seem to surprise me with some kind of, uh, what do you, uh, some kind of snack, I don't know a better word for that, that tastes amazing. And you had popcorn with chocolates. Uh, oh, yes. Um, kettle corn drizzled with chocolate. Yes. Okay. And you compared it to crack. <clears throat> I did compare it to crack. <laughs> so my question was, is that I don't think anyone who's actually actively done crack would ever compare anything to crack. I don't know if that's true or not. You do make a good point. That's something that's obviously something that someone who's never been on crack would say. <laughs> It's just how I would imagine it because I couldn't stop like, eating it. Man, I could imagine myself losing my life savings and living under a bridge for this popcorn. <laughs> for this chocolate drizzled popcorn because <laughs> it is like crack. <laughs> I could see myself having to deal with years of rehab to get over this popcorn. Yeah, no, yeah. That's what I say about anything. If there's a bag of something and I can't stop eating it, I usually say, yeah, this is like crack. Hmm. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I don't think it. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it is like crack, actually. (laughs) Funny enough, I really, I could have caught somebody in the house. But I don't know. I thought that would be kind of rude. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. uh, So just, you know, I had a quick question. We're on the road. I was just wondering. Uh, Oh, wait. How's the family? (laughs) Oh, gone. Okay. um, 
Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Uh, exactly. I forgot your wife. Okay. Uh. Uh, abort mission. <laughs> Are you busy? No. Oh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know who I'm sorry to, but I'm sorry. Okay. Another thing was. That was probably it. <laughs> Shouldn't, well, this is my own thing. Shouldn't we be saying animals were harmed during this film as opposed to saying no animals were harmed during this film? Like, shouldn't the base standard just be not hurting animals? Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. That just shows you how bad it must have been. <laughs> uh, like, you should just assume it. that no animals were harmed. Right. Yeah, and if it exactly. happens, they need to put it on there. Right. Because, like... What, they're neglecting to say it. Would they say that? Would they ever say that? Mm, no. 17 horses, were five dogs, right. and a couple children <laughs> right. were children. armed during the making of this film. <laughs> no, but they maybe in some behind-the-scenes video that came out that talked about the making of and all that stuff. You might find out something. But no, they wouldn't. But that's funny. I, I agree with you. That should be the standard. You should assume that no animals were harmed. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's that. Um, oh, here's the other thing. So, I guess we had a debate over the difference between Mar... I didn't have a debate. And actually, I don't even think Anna had a debate. We were just asking you. We were, you know, dipping a bucket into your well of wisdom. About what? The difference between Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande's voice. Because apparently they can both sing very high pitches. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, I think, how did that come? I can't remember how that came up. Was it someone asked, like, Mariah or Ariana? Is that Yeah, I think, I think Anna asked that, just as a general question. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I say was it, like, first off, I don't care. Right. No, and I just said Mariah all the way, because her voice is better, more fuller, and she has 30 years of hits. Ariana's been around for, I don't know, less than 10 years for sure. And her voice sounds better now, but she's no, she's no Mariah. But I think I think her voice has gotten better over the years. But the funny thing is, Mariah. One thing that people forget is that she's the one who kind of made that formula of ha- of having an R and B song and featuring a rap artist on it. She's one of the f- artists who really made that popular. Okay. And so once she did that, then you start seeing a, a lot of other artists doing that. Like getting, we just take it for granted right now that there's a, a pop song and it features a rapper. Mm-hmm. But she was one of the first artists who really made that a big thing. Because you got to remember, hip hop in the early '90s, hip hop was still in the evolutionary. You know, it was still evolving at that time, and it was still catching on and becoming more popular. It was still becoming more mainstream. I very much remember the '90s. Yes, <clears throat> exactly as you should. And so, when she, especially when she released that fantasy remix with ODB. Um, that song blew up. It was huge. So, you know, she. Oh, go ahead. I'm oh, no, sorry. Continue on with what you're saying. No, uh, yeah, and so she helped kind of bridge that gap to the point where you had a pop record, R&B record, and then featured art rapper. So now they do it all the time, but you forget where you know who kind of helped start that. So uh, in 2012, I was talking to someone when I was 19, and they were telling me through their whole experience of life that R&B had gotten to such a terrible state that it couldn't even be listened to at this point. You're talking about modern R&B? Well, 2012 from then to now. 
Mm, I think, well, one thing that did change for sure is that R&B, for the most, um, let me see. It wasn't, you didn't have as many R&B songs hitting the top of the charts like you did back in the 90s. So that that did change. But it never went, it never really went away. Um, okay. But the, but they've changed, the, the demographics have changed. Um and, you know, because you think there were some hits, though. Like, for example, Robin Thicke had Blurred Lines. That's a straight R&B jam. Well, I just mentioned that song because it was a popular song and everyone knew it. There was lots of R&B songs that were that were clean, if that's what you're asking. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about as far as it being a clean song? Yeah. No, uh-huh. well, 90s R&B had a lot of songs that weren't clean either. You had to pick and choose. It was, that, it's no different. Um, but I'm, I wasn't, I'm not necessarily praising that song. I just use it as a reference because it was... Oh, it was the the point at that time where an R&B song hit the charts and a lot of people knew about it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And you can also include, um, because that same year, that's when Daft Punk released uh, Get Lucky. So you can... You're just naming all the good ones, aren't you? Yeah. So you can also, again, that's another point of reference. That was R&B? That's R&B. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's R&B. It kind of has a sound, kind of like a 70s. Hip hop. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, I mean, there's it, it definitely has a little bit of like house influence, I guess you could say. But there's you can hear the urban like R and B, um, like tunes in it. So, what were some of the artists that you were playing on the road trip? Because I know you play like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Some of them I didn't really recognize though. Oh, I played like uh, Jagged Edge, which was an R and B group. Um, uh, you know, similar in, in the same vein as like Boys to Men, but like they can't, they were more popular in the late 90s. Um, 112, another RB group, they were on Bad Boy. Um, who else did I play? I think I played some Usher too. Um, Adele, that's not RB though, but yeah, but she, uh, she has a lot of she, Adele has a lot of um, she's more like an adult contemporary, but she has a lot of RB influence in her music a lot of soul in her music amy winehouse i played some yeah amy she's kind of in that same vein as adele oh yeah i was like well that ended well for her yeah unfortunately like, try to get me go to rehab <laughs> but i said no i told you that I lost, I'm, but i'm telling you some of her performances even when she was drunk were better than what you'd see today um um, Where, uh, we came back from vacation. Where's this stuff going? Like, right. I know. Who are we? We've changed. Florida changed us. We're now Florida men. I know, right? Two Florida <laughs> men start a podcast. Um. So, what were your thoughts of Adele's album Thirty? So, um, actually, I'm just gonna pull up the list of the songs. Because I was I, like in and out of consciousness while you were playing it because I was trying to sleep while you drove through Texas. Um. Yeah. Let me. Um. Let me pull it up. And look at the name of the song because I already, I know which songs I really like. Like with most album, like with most albums, including Adele's album, um, there's songs that I like when I first hear the album mm-hmm. that stand out, and so I go back and play those, and then eventually others will grow on me. But overall, just as an overall review of the album, it's it's not her best one in my opinion. Um, I would Shots say fired at yeah, Adele. I think twenty one which is the one that had Rolling in a Deep on it. That was still her best album. Um, and then 25, which was the last one that had Hello. That was the second best. You didn't like Someone Like You? I did. That was on 25. Uh, that's on 21. I mean 21, right. 
Oof. Get your Adele right. I'm sorry. Man, they had set fire to the rain. Mm-hmm. I don't know the physics of that work, but hey. Right, exactly. <clears throat> 25. She's got. Hello. Mm-hmm. Is it me you're looking for? Oh, sorry. Wrong song. Because <laughs> that's right. She ripped him off. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that one had uh, Send My Love to Your New Lover. I think um, that's the only song I know from that uh, album. Which one? 25? Yeah. Which one? Hello? Well, hello and send my love to your no lover because they wouldn't stop playing that on the radio. Yeah. And then Water Under the Bridge. Which one's that? Let me see. Oh, yeah. Right. And then When We Were Young, which is a slower song. When You Were Young. Yeah, that's a good one. And there's some other good ones on there. But um, so this one, um, I like. So the very first song I don't like is super slow. But I, I understand because I've watched other people review this album. And I understand why people seem like they like it. I don't remember the lyrics, so don't kill me. But I did like the first song. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you told me that. It's called Strangers <laughs> by Nature. So I wasn't crazy about that one, but it was okay. And then Easy On Me, of course, I love that one. Um, my little love was okay, kind of, you know. But then when it really picks up, it's a song called "Cry Your Heart Out," and from there, that's like the middle of the album, starting to get into the middle. So one, two, three, four, five. So like those next five songs, I like. So like the middle of the album, I really like because she kind of picks up the pace a little bit. It's they're they're more mid tempo songs. Okay. And then, because you know, she does a lot of ballads. She has a tendency to do a lot of ballads. Yeah. But this like, one, the middle of the album really picks up a little bit. So you got some up tempo songs in there. Uh, I Drink Wine is probably my favorite one. Wonder why. <clears throat> of course. It's my wine drinking song now. <laughs> and then um, and then it kind of slows down a little bit. And some of the songs are very long, unnecessarily long. Really? Yeah. Um, Ooh, six minutes, six <clears throat> minute songs. That's my jam. Yeah. Um, that's unnecessary because she. The last couple of songs are very long, but yeah, the last few songs are like six minutes, over six minutes, and it's like because they're so mellow, it's like unnecessary to me. Like those could have been shortened to three minutes a piece. <laughs> I feel like a lot of artists do that just to like drag it out. Honestly, like you know how easy it is just to put something on loop and act like it's emotional. Exactly. Some do. Some pe- some artists have done it right, and I don't. I don't know if you've ever heard like any of Justin Timberlake's albums, his second and third album. No, he did that. And what he would do is the song would be super long. Like you take a song, like you remember his song mirrors. I didn't really. Okay. So he would take a song and then ha- like towards the four minute mark, he would change up the beat and everything, but keep the same lyrics and sing it in a different melody. So the song would transition. So you would have a six or seven minute song. But it would transition throughout the song. So it would start off as one song and end off as a different song slightly. And so, um, I mean, or like, for example, do you remember his song, My Love? You remember that song? Yeah. So that song starts off completely different from that. Yeah, that song starts off completely different. Then it transitions into that song. I don't remember it transitioning into anything. Yeah, if you but if you hear the album, like listen to the album, you'll hear it. We'll play. I'll play some songs for you. Like a, I'll play a song for you 
later and then you'll hear what I'm talking about. So anyway, creatively, you can do There is a good way to do it. Or if you go back to, to the days of records, you know, you have some songs like by Stevie Wonder, for example. Uh, there's a song by Isaac Hayes I'm thinking of, where, like um, the, the theme song for Shaft or those songs. Those songs will go on like. 10, 12. Yeah, they have the long, long there versions of it. There was a long version of the but song. But isn't that for dancing, though? <clears throat> True, Like, it if is. you have a record and you're dancing to records, I would want it to be eight minutes long. <clears throat> no. But, I mean, I guess I really don't know because I've never danced before. So. But but that, here's the thing. That's the, that's the whole point, though. If you, ha- if you have a long song, there should be, like, a purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Either it's a dance record, so you want it to go longer, or you're going to change up the song throughout the the, the length of it to kind of give people a reason to want to listen to it. And in, these, in this case, though, in these songs at the end, like I said, they're so slow and so mellow, and the music just kind of goes on. It's kind of like, eh, you know, for each their own. So. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I've listened to a lot of artists that do that, where they just have like a one, like a three-note transition. Mm-hmm. That's really slow, and it's just supposed to draw out the end, and they put like sound effects or something, and it's like, yeah, I like certain songs like that if they do it right. But I think at a certain point, wasn't she like on a phone call or something? I woke up to like it's the end of the song, and she's like, yeah, I don't know, I'm just so miserable all the time. Just, right. Sometimes I just you know have a tough time making millions of dollars. <laughs> having to listen to my issues. That is also true. We are giving this woman a lot of money to uh, Man, <laughs> have I a terrible be. life. <laughs> <laughs> we just listened to it. But I just got bored, so I thought I'd get divorced so I could write another. Right. <laughs> exactly. I would not be surprised if that was the case, but, well, it worked. It worked. I definitely We're here in. for it. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Adele. <laughs> Her album, like, 85. It's like, jeez, lady, know. please. I know. She's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk. <laughs> okay, not making fun of the elderly. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, man, it's like songs from the nursing home. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. We could, we could, that, that could be a skit in its own, all on its own. Like track number three, why did you steal all my money? <laughs> right. Track number four, is your name Alonzo? <laughs> track five, mash all of my food for me, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, do, 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 do. Do, 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 Tom Laughlin, that son of a gun ruined burgers for me. You know, I, I'm fine with people having opinions about stuff. I'm fine with people talking to me about this and that and everything. Did I necessarily want to listen to his 10-step process of burgers? No, I didn't. But I sat there and I did. And you want to know why I didn't want to listen to it? Because I don't like to think about stuff that much. Because I eat... Taco Bell, okay? Don't break it down for me. I don't need to know what's in that stuff. So I'm just trying to enjoy burgers now. Just any burger. And his whole thing about the cheese, I can't let it go. Now when I get a burger with that cheese, I'm like, this restaurant doesn't care about me. This is true. Um, if you want, I can order some uh, Grubhub for you. You want a burger? No. The cheese, man. I've gone to multiple places with the cheese on it that bad. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm paying for this. Ugh. I can't just enjoy my cheap food anymore. Unfortunately not. 
Uh, you need better quality burgers in your life. That's uh, what Tom. That's what no. Tom. That's why he came into I your life. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> I don't want to know that. I was fine. <clears throat> but me and Tom Laughlin are writing a record together. It's called "Live a Little." It has nothing to do with our heights. <laughs> mm, who's taller? I am. You are taller. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm interested to hear this. Is there going to be singing? Yes. Okay. By Tom. Oh, Tom's going to sing? We're going to make him sing. Okay. He knows nothing about this. Wait, if we use auto-tune, can I sing on the song? There are no rules on this album. Do I have to write my own lyrics, though? I'm sure Tom would be more than happy to write some for you. You listen to his music. He's already got it all down. Okay. He, ma- he mixed, I- like, a Beach Boys type of rock, surf rock type thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the uh, method. Okay. All right, cool. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'll sing on the song. I just need auto-tune. I think Tom's I can't more like, sing the, in pitch. He's like the writer, producer. You're more like the uh, singer, songwriter. Me? Yeah. I mean, I could, write, I could write my own lyrics. Well, but I don't think we're <laughs> The question is, how, how appropriate do you family want the song? Family friendly. To? Okay, family friendly. We're going to send you the album and all your songs are going to be taken off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, I think there was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I wrote he, just, this, um, he wrote this song about the police, and I—I I, <laughs> I know it's a cover, but come on, Aaron. Uh, I'm like, I wrote a beautiful song, but and yeah. it just didn't make it onto the album. Nice. Uh, yeah, we should probably cut that. Out. Oh, I am going to. I have to listen to all 44 minutes of this over again. No, seriously, that was probably the only thing that should be cut. No. No, everything else was good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we are going to talk about the biggest oh slap God. to the face in the industry of all industries. <clears throat> oh, how come it's redirecting me in 11.6? Did I just hit this thing? Oh, it made me hit an ad? Okay, Netflix gets last laugh with a blockbuster video store comedy series. They're going to make a comedy series about Blockbuster, and it's going to be funded and made in Netflix. Oh, wow. Yeah, like dancing on their grave. Actually, I think there there is one more Blockbuster that's open still. Um, skip ad. Yeah. Netflix is giving a 10-episode series order to Blockbuster. A single-camera workplace comedy... Okay. Set in the last remaining Blockbuster video store. Yeah, there is one left. I forgot where it's at, though. I think it's in Alaska somewhere. Yeah. It just starts off and it's like, man, I hate my job at Blockbuster. This place stinks. Yeah. I wish I had Netflix. It's just one giant commercial for Netflix. Yeah. And I like the tweet that Netflix um, put out. It said, Netflix and Blockbuster are finally working together. Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Randall Park will star in a new comedy series that takes place inside the last blockbuster video in America. You know, it's so funny. Anyone who was around during the blockbuster era uh, would definitely appreciate error. this. That time, yeah, when blockbuster, because when Netflix first came out, <clears throat> I remember it was, it, it started off, people were like, nah, this isn't, it started off kind of slow because I didn't think, most people wanted their videos right away. Mm-hmm. People didn't want to wait because Netflix you used to have to go online and order 
your movie and they would mail it to you. Yeah. They would overnight it to you. But most people wanted their videos right away. But Netflix was cheaper. And if I remember right, there was no return like late. Um, at Blockbuster? Late, at Netflix. There was oh, no late. I don't think there was a late fee or anything uh, like that. I don't remember. But Blockbuster had late fees. They used to charge you to rewind the video. I don't oh, mean, that's like we're talking old school. Now. Yeah. So it was new, but the way it didn't, before you knew it, it blew up. And then Blockbuster tried to, you know, come back. And then Redbox also was a big thing, too. Oh, I forgot about Red. Redbox is still around, though. Red, yeah, Redbox is still I around. I think, like, there's a requirement. I think you actually have to be in your pajamas to order from Redbox. Because everyone I see there standing, it's like they're in their pajamas with, like, food stands all over their shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of people are streaming stuff now. It's but a requirement. I don't know. There is something about having, like, the actual disc sometimes, too, and just playing it. So, I don't know. I, like, I, I haven't been to a Redbox in a while, but, um, yeah, well, there is no video stores hardly, so. There's a Casa Video. There is Casa Video, yeah. And when I go in there, I, I instantly feel like I've been transported back to 1993. Like, carpet. Yeah, Carpet from the 80s. And the computer system they use is still old. It's like yep. from the 90s sometimes. And I'm like, wow. The ID to get movies there. Like, what do they need? Why does my ID need to be involved in this transaction? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, that brings back memories. And it's, yeah. So, well, th- that place is good because if you, can, if you need to find an old film, mm-hmm. they have it there. Yeah. Most likely. A exactly. Lot of old films. That's why I still think there should be like at least a few good video stores in every city still. Yeah, but I will tell you when I was in Casa Video one time, these two guys walked up to me and Anna and they were like, which of these movies would you watch? And it was like, one was like, I don't know, I'm going to make these up. But it was like, kill everyone. And the other one was like, kill everyone and then kill the rest of them. Wow. And I was like, I'm, I wouldn't watch either of those films. No, no, no. You need to choose. You got to choose, man. I'm like, I just, I'm not going to choose. It was like so awkward because it was two movies that you would watch. I was like, I'm not going to watch those. Mm-hmm. It was like ghosts kill everyone, or this guy kills everyone, and then the ghosts come back and kill him. And I was like, I, I can't choose this. I'm not going to choose these for you. I think the second one sounds more interesting. Exactly, <laughs> you should have been in that situation. <laughs> the other time was they have some like craft beers, mm-hmm. and a long a while ago when it first was like they first opened it, and it was like all the hype. I went in there and I was just like, eh, I'll try it out. And then I bought a bottle. And as I was leaving, some guy's like, hey, you can't be taking that. And I was like, uh, what? And the lady's like, he paid for that. And the guy was like, oh. I'm like, were you seriously going to tackle a pedestrian for an $8 bottle of beer? Because it was like some craft pumpkin ale thing, weird, whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah, so people are ready to just beat you to death for that stuff. Mm. Any moment. Interesting. Yeah, I've never, I'm not a... You're also six foot. I mean, yeah, and I don't drink beer. I'm just not a fan of beer. So they have popcorn there. They have free popcorn. But in COVID area, I would never go there and get free popcorn. Yeah, no, not right now. People putting all their fingers and everything. Yeah. Okay. Next news article: Mario movie producer suggests Chris Pratt won't be doing an Italian accent. So that stinks. Yeah, but again, I'm. Just remember, Aaron, you can always do an Italian accent. It's never racist. <laughs> it's never racist. <laughs> I um the pizza I don't think pie. it's I don't think it's necessary. 
It's a me, Chris Pratt. Oh, right. hello, kids. I'm exactly. a Mario. No, he does not. Yeah, he does not have to sound like that. You know how hard that would be, like a whole dialogue. Yeah, film? yeah, and that's the thing with Mario. Most of it, he only delivers like one or two lines mm-hmm. for the whole game. He makes his noises when he jumps, flips. You know, he got different things, and he'll say, "It's me, Mario," and that's it. He doesn't talk. So. Like, hey, Mario, we need to go save the princess. Uh huh. I just think that quite possibly we should think about this beforehand because we really need to make a plan. And the last time this happened, you know, things got a little out of control. And quite possibly. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you ever watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? We think we went over this. There's a TV show and there was a movie. I never watched the show. The show? Okay. Did he do an Italian accent? Or he sounded like he was from New York, didn't he? Yeah, his his accent hey, was different in the cartoon. You should check out the cartoon on YouTube. But his you accent go order a pizza. His accent was uh was different. Pizza pie. Hey, I'm eating here. Hey, I'm podcasting here. Hey, uh, I'm uh, crossing the street with the pizza <laughs> pie and I'm talking to people and I don't know what else you do in New York besides take taxis and eat pizza. <laughs> And the mafia. Oh my goodness! This brings back crazy. Remember, I remember this accent. Late, no, late nineties. Oh, okay, I keep doing it if you want. I'm trying to remember what is that. Hey, uh, you like. listen to the new Adele album? Uh, hey, I don't much care for it. I'm more of a uh, you know pizza guy myself. <clears throat> I eat pizza all the time and spaghetti and pasta. The uh, oh, you're watching the Mario film. No, I think they. I think he did have a slightly Italian. Hey, Luigi, we gotta go fix the plumbing in this house, and then we gotta so, go get the Bowser. So this is how he sounded. Yeah, he sounds like he's from Brooklyn, and he yeah. says tortellini. Yeah, so he was like a New York Italian accent in the old, in the cartoon. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, Again, I'm waiting to hear the like, voice. Hey, Giuseppe, we need you to do Mario for us. Yeah. You're Italian, and he just goes in full New York accent. Aren't <laughs> you Italian? I don't know. I just thought I'd give my own spin to it. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm waiting to hear it first. Yahoo. Speaking of video game movies, you, did you see the trailer for Sonic 2? Reluctantly. That looks pretty good. He's like... Oh man, they just—I re- fully believe they just release these movies for the memes now. I never saw the first Sonic, so I—I I, I guess. Are I you just no, in the first one? I have no uh, horse in this race. Yeah, the first one was uh, good. I did fall asleep at the end, so I don't know how it ended, but I'm pretty sure it was good. I need to go back and watch it. I'm almost a hundred percent sure that Sonic <laughs> did not die, and if he did, he had another life. In <laughs> he had another life, and he's coming back for the sequel. Yeah. Okay. I've got some of the greatest news in the world, Aaron. Oh, man. I mean, you know, you think Bucky's is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. You think my Italian accent is, like, the the next greatest thing in the world, right? Not really. Okay. Jack <laughs> in the Box buys Del Taco in $575 million deal. Who would have thought Del? You want to hear my stand-up joke? Sure. Hey, they should have tried to get it off the dollar menu. <laughs> oh, come on, they got ripped off buying Del Taco that much. You they should have looked to the right. There's so much cheaper prices for this stuff. Oh, my God. That was terrible. Okay, but um, as if Jack in the Box Taco is going to get even, any worse. Oh, uh, let's see. 
It says the companies expect to benefit from a stronger financial model, gaining scale, and helping add new locations. Yeah, Del Taco, I, I don't eat there. I've never eaten there. And that's, like, you want to know why I eat at Taco Bell? Because I know that I never and will never step foot in a Del Taco. That's why. Well, it says it's the second largest Mexican fast food chain. I didn't know that. I never even saw a Del Taco until I moved to Arizona. Ugh, there's, like, one on Park and Broadway, right before you get into downtown. It's just... Yeah. Oh, man. It's just by itself. Ooh. Yeah. Do you Back have anything else to say about Del Taco, or can I give you a story about no. the parking lot of Del Taco? No, tell me. Oh, it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> I was sitting alone in the parking lot of Del Taco. What was I doing there, you might ask? Mm-hmm. God knows. <laughs> no, okay. So I would drive for Uber, right? Mm-hmm. And you would go kind of close to downtown, but there would be some dead times. There was a time where everybody would go to the restaurants. There was a couple hours, and then everyone would come back. Mm-hmm. So I would sit in the parking lot of Del Taco on Broadway and Park and just kind of wait because you would get some calls still of stragglers. Um, like there's this housing thing on University um, 22nd and Park. Mm-hmm. And they would usually go from there to downtown. So you may get some calls. Mm-hmm. And you may get some people from the university trying to go there, trying to go there, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and uh, there's a big old party bus. <clears throat> there's party buses in Tucson. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people are all like, it's the party bus coming up park. Everybody's like, do, 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 Big old loud music. They pour, <laughs> they go into the parking lot of Del Taco that's closed at this point. And there's this like walled area with trash cans. And all these guys run out of the bus and they go urinate on the wall there. And then they go back into the bus and continue partying. And the bus continues driving. So this driver probably has in his route of party bus a place where you can urinate that is not sanctioned by the company. And you're just sitting here watching all of this? Well, they went into the thing. Like, there's a, you know how there's, like, wall area where trash cans are? And they go in there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for that. I, you know. Yeah, I've never been on a party bus, but if I did, you got to have a like a restroom strategy. Just going into it. Well, I mean, how many people are we talking here? Uh, let's just talk about a short bus. Let's say it's that big. How many people could you fit on that if you took out the chairs and put them in a different way? <laughs> they got the chairs. I don't know. A short bus? I don't know, 20, 30 people maybe? I don't know. How many How many people is it legally okay to, to fit into a party bus here? I'm your guess would be as good as mine. What kind, what kind of life are you living if you're partying in Tucson in a party bus? Well, there's not a lot to do here, so. You could go to California and do that and have a better experience, I'm sure. Yeah, but if these are students, then, you know. They're like, yeah, it's 115 degrees outside. Woo! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I already drank a bunch, more than my body weight, and I am so dehydrated. Yeah, that's crazy. I hate college area here <laughs> it's miserable <laughs> then there's dirt bags oh yeah yeah the line so when i first moved here that was a popular spot because I, I drove for uber when i first moved to tucson and uh everyone wanted to go to dirt bags that thing even now it's packed mm-hmm. like even during covid mm-hmm. people are packed like sardines in there mm-hmm. and there's like the occasional old guy just hanging out <laughs> Wow. I've never been in there before. So. I haven't been in there, but when you're driving for Uber, that's where you pick people up. But even when I'm heading, like, 
go down because we were came back from Phoenix late on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and we were driving down the street, and they're still there like at one, two in the morning. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know what's up with. I don't know what the appeal is. Like I said, I've never been there. But um, people, when I would drive them before, they said that, that when their dad was in college, they this is the bar he went to. So it's been here since like the eighties, I think. Mm, okay. So it's, so got it's just some, been around for a while. So it's got, I guess, some fans, long term, long term, or long time fans, I guess. Yeah. Shout out to Dirt Bags. Uh, I, I, <laughs> what? Nope. Yeah. Shout out to Dirt Bags. I wouldn't call my restaurant Dirt Bags, so I don't know. I don't get that. <laughs> Could you imagine? Hey, I want to apply for a license here. What are you naming this? It's dirt bags. Come on. It's funny. The kids will love it. And then their kids' kids, when they grow up, will come 20 years later, and they'll love it too. Yeah. You just go there. It's like a war zone. I'm like, is this like, I don't know any famous wars, so I can't tell you. Is Normandy a big war? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, Aaron. You're you're older than me. You're supposed to know this stuff. Um, Normandy war. Uh, Normandy invasion, Normandy invasion. The Allies in Western Europe, World War Two, is launched July sixth. Yeah, it's a terror. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This is where they went from the boats onto the thing, and everyone got shot and died. That's what it looks like. Like there's kids stumbling around. Their friends are all laughing, trying to pick them up. People are running in the street. Yeah, you're reminding me why I don't drive for Uber or Lyft anymore. And that's why I don't either. I still don't, and I haven't for the past three years, four years, three yeah. years, two years, three. Years. Unless desperate times come, you know. I have recently had a conversation with people about this, and I say instead of doing that, I would advise them, and you advise me too, to work for a pizza place instead. Yeah. I think that's a better situation. You're guaranteed to so. get paid. I think it, I think it's – overall, I think it is better. And at least if there's someone drunk that comes to the door, you have a piping hot pizza to defend yourself with. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. I'd hate to get sued for that, though. Yeah. Local I Tucson, man, I didn't have third-degree any... burns, too. Yeah, I didn't have any t- crazy experiences. I'm sure there are some, but I mean, the only thing I can think of is it was one or two times maybe when people came to the door, and they could have definitely been better dressed, I guess you could say. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't really, and you know, and then finding apartments was always a pain in the butt. Oh, can you uh, give us an explanation of how? Uh, so there's a podcast I frequently listen to. Mm-hmm. And the two guys, three guys, a couple of guys were complaining about uh, how stupid uh, Uber drivers are for not being able to find apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts and opinions on that? It depends on the layout of the apartment. Some apartments are laid out in a way where it's it's logical and it's easy to find the buildings. And the buildings have large numbers on them. Building A, and it'll have a list of which apartments are there. So for those that are easy to navigate, that's fine. But some of them are not. There's a place right there on Pantano. Between Hungry Hot, you know, when you're coming down Pantano. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's a. Oh, that big old white. There's a huge, huge complex in there. It is so unorganized. It's very difficult to find what you need to find in there. And so that is a pain. It's a pain. That one was a pain. I hated it. In fact, we had a book that tried to, and it tried yeah, to lay out the out. apartments where it was at. And when I found out we had that book, I was looking in it before I would even leave the store because I'm like, I need to know where this place is at. Because I had gotten lost in there. And I mean, it's literally right down the street from the pizza place. Mm-hmm. It's it's like five minutes if you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. But when you pull in there and you don't know where to go, it's like a nightmare. And people don't always ex- you know tell you exactly. And then oh, it was a mess. So, so, yeah. Delivering for pizza, did that change your perspective on delivery or food delivery at all? Did it make you more empathetic? 
Or did you become more of a... No, no, yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. So for me, since I live in an apartment, I, in the notes section, I, I write down instructions on how to get in. And so I would say most deliveries that I've had, they haven't had any problems. But you get some who just, and that's only, the only reason they have a hard time is because they don't read. But I try to look out for them by writing instructions. You know, I tell them, pull up to the intercom, search for my name, alphabetical order, you know, Owens slash Aaron. (laughs) Press enter. I will answer the call and hit pound on my end, which opens the gate. You just drive right in. Super simple. Building three on the right. Give us your address, please. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, it's so, it's simple, but the people who don't read, they will call me on my cell phone and I can't open the gate that way. But I do that and I'm not even a delivery person. Right. But I still call you and you're like, you need to press the button. I'm like, yeah, but I just wanted to let you know just in case like you weren't near the, I don't know what you're pushing. Are you pushing a button in your house or a button on your phone? Uh, I don't know. You're like, you don't need to call me. Well, it would be nice if we could directly open the gate from our phones. That would be nice, but we can't unless you call through the intercom. That's just the way it's Then it set alerts up. your phone? It, it calls my phone, and then I just hit pound, okay. and it opens the gate. Yeah. Do Uber drivers and Uber Eats drivers and Grubhub and all these, do they get paid well? Mm, Grubhub paid pretty decently. I Uber, mean, now, currently. Well, I, I mean, with the... With COVID prices, it's gone up. Yeah. Now, I don't know because I haven't driven for them in years. But Grubhub used to pay well. Uber Eats did not. But you could also set up your phone so that you were delivering food and picking up people. So you could do both. Yeah. Um, and so when you did that, it, was, it wasn't it was bad. But if you tried to do just the food delivery when I did it and it was still new, it, it didn't pay much. I, I think a lot more people use Uber Eats now, though. Yeah, it's, it, it, it may pay better now. I don't Like I said, it's, I don't we're talking a couple of years since I've done it. I don't think the pay is better. I think that the frequency is more regular. But because there's a regular frequency, doesn't always... Like, you have to work harder to make it mm-hmm. be worth it. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. And I forget how we got... Oh, we got on this because the college area is such a terrible place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why if you're going to do Uber, the only money to be made is in the college area. Mm-hmm. And so if you have that option, you should just opt out to deliver for pizza. If you're living in a big city like Phoenix, I could see it more working out for you doing an airport run. Because mm-hmm. I feel like those people, they're already going someplace, whether for business or vacation. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a lot of bags, so you have to help them with that. But I feel like it's a different environment than them just being you know, totally wasted and getting in your car and trying to find their way home. True. Yeah, absolutely. But on the flip side, those college kids provide a huge portion of the rides as well. Because when the college kids are gone, it's a lot slower. At least yeah. that's what I noticed. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's hit or it's, you know. It's hit or miss. Yeah. It's like you, there's seasons for it. Sometimes there's busy seasons. Sometimes there's slow seasons. And you would think, oh, it's the holiday season. So I get more time off that I can spend more time doing that. Mm-hmm. But no, they're out in Mexico. They're right. out visiting family in California. They're out somewhere else. They're not staying here exactly for the holidays or for time off. If they have any time off, even if it's two days, they'll find a way to get the heck out of here mm-hmm. and get the way heck away back in here. Exactly. So, yeah. This has been two crazy scoops. Kind of. Don't just... I'm hungry. <laughs>
Well, we should at least do responses. Oh, we got responses. Yeah. Oh, we got more stuff, but I think we were able. We didn't even didn't even write this down. I'm proud of us. Speaking of uh, being rich and famous, would you, Aaron Owens, want a butler? Oh, oh, sorry. I was gonna make the whole doom 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 doom, doom but mm-hmm. I didn't have time to record it because we've been so busy. Okay, that's fine. But it's the responses of two crazy skits. Okay, yeah, we'll get it. Um, would I want a butler? If I could have a butler, would I want one? Yes. Um. I would say no. Mr. Owens, your car is waiting for you. No. Mm -mm. Mr. Owens, would you like some more lime in that water? Mm -mm. Mr. Owens, scrape yourself up off the floor. (laughs) You have to go to work. (laughs) No. No, I wouldn't want a butler. I I guess I never thought about it. The idea of it is just a little crazy to me. Mr. Owens. Yeah, no. What about you? Uh, would I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I've worked for people and I've provided services and I do enjoy, uh, I don't enjoy doing it. It's a very awkward position because I'm not saying I have to be nice to people in order for them to pay me, but that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't like to be a disingenuous person, so I do pour myself into it a lot. And by doing that, I've charged myself, I've charged less prices in order to preserve that kind of feeling of, hey, you know, I'm doing this for you because I want to. Oh, um, so you're talking about actually being a butler. I'm trying to tie all this into why I wouldn't want a butler. Oh, okay. So when during that process of like feeling like, hey, you know, this and that, the money that's involved with it, I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable having someone in my house who's doing that, knowing that they either live in the house and take care of my affairs which I would try to make it good for them, but I couldn't. If you might, I couldn't envision myself doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they have to go home to a house that is way less than what I have, because I'm, I don't imagine myself paying them enough. I, I would see, as I've seen here with house cleaners, people try to pay you the less they, the least amount they can, and these people have multiple houses, not just in Tucson, but in other nicer areas, mm. and yet they still that's what they do, like. I get checks from people, right? And mm-hmm. the check is addressed to their actual home address somewhere in Wisconsin or something else. And you know me. I like to look up stuff on Zillow. And I look up their house, and I'm like, this house is bigger than the house you have here, and you already live in a big house. Mm-hmm. And so that whole dynamic is uncomfortable for me, but I've never had enough money to ever envision myself doing that. But if I did, I don't know. It's weird. Agreed. Any interaction is strange. But again, I don't have money. I've had no power in my life. I've never been in a position where I'm like, Aaron, would you like to be my butler? (laughs) Absolutely not. Yeah, but who's going to take that job? Someone who absolutely needs it. And I don't feel like I should put someone in that position, in that position of being a butler. I mean, hey, if I needed to do it, I would do it as as a profession. Yeah, it just, came to well, I mean, and then there's the people who kind of just caretake your home. I mm-hmm. like that better. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, hey, you can live in here because I have five houses around the U.S., mm-hmm. but you can live here and do your thing when I'm here, take care of these things, mm-hmm. but you can enjoy this kind of, right. and have whatever you do. If I could trust someone that much, mm-hmm. I would see that being more uh, elevated mm-hmm. than 
living in a place and having multiple people working for me. Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you. Awesome. But man, I mean, give me $2 billion and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, Aaron, come here. No, let him in. He's a good friend of mine here. Would you like something to drink Aaron? We have everything. <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. I am very thirsty. It took me, <laughs> Took me an hour to drive up your driveway, <laughs> and so, the guards at the front gate wouldn't let me through. Aaron, how's the podcast been going? Is it fun? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be a terrible. I, they, what do they say? You don't know who you are until you get money. This is true. You can be a nice, humble person. You get money, and you're a jerk. That's true. Bad jerk. Speaking of famous people. I this is okay. Look, I submitted this one myself, so it is my business account. But I submitted it because the person doesn't have an Instagram account, and I was sitting with him, and he was like, "You guys should talk about this." And I said, "Thank you. I'll put that in since you don't have an Instagram account." He said, "Thank you." Why do people spend time and money to meet famous people? So my question is: Is this to meet the person, or is it to see the person? And- uh, let's start with seeing the person, and then we'll go to actually buying the badge, the lanyard, to go back and meet them. Uh, well, I guess if you're a huge fan of the person and you want to talk to them, like there's someone famous, then... But you never actually get to talk to them. Well, if you pay for a meet and greet, then you should. How long do you get to talk to the person? Not long, but, I mean, you get to meet them, and that's <laughs> what people want to do if you're, you're a like, fan. hi, uh, so I was... And they're like, yeah, yeah, just take the picture, we got to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's pretty quick. Yeah, but, but that's um, the interesting thing, because everyone's a person. It's just, in- it's weird to ever... I get nervous around people. Not even famous people. People mm-hmm. that I may think of being like, hey, you know, I I have seen you around a lot and I respect what you do. And so I do get nervous just in general with certain people. Well, I just want to let you know that you don't have to be nervous around me. Oh, you my know? God. <laughs> Thank you. <sir. laughs> oh, man. Oh Sheesh. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, it, I'm a nervous person and I, I don't want to be nervous around famous people. But when I see a famous person, which happens very rarely, I just, like, don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I hate that feeling. Which is why I hate famous people. No, which is why I hate famous people. No, I mean, maybe, like, a writer or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, musicians and people who obviously promote themselves through marketing campaigns. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But how do you think people, like, if they, I don't know. What do you think? Well, like I said, if they're fans and they want to meet the person, that's why they spend it. Usually fans of people's work, whether they're an artist, a musician, whatever. Do you feel like it's worth it? Um, these days, for me, not necessarily. If I go to a concert, for example, I usually will pay to see them perform live, but I usually don't pay any additional to go back behind it, you know. Yeah. So for me, these days, no. When I was younger, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But I've, I view things a lot differently now, and it's not very I – I can't think of anyone famous who's worth my, worth my time yeah. and money just to go there say hello go, to them. Yeah. So, By the way, the meet and greet is going to be next week. You can come <laughs> say hi to Aaron. Right, exactly. <laughs> Give him a lot of hugs, especially if you I'll, have COVID. I'll be at Dirt Bags in Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> Funded by next Saturday. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a sea of people, a swarm <laughs> of kids from California, exactly. sweating. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I, I also would not spend money to do it, but I have also driving for Uber. Mm-hmm. I've seen people. I picked up two young women who were very excited um, because they tagged Steve Aoki mm-hmm. in a concert, mm-hmm. and he messaged them personally on Instagram to come back and meet him. Mm. I thought that was a little weird. Would you message like 20 year olds to come beat you backstage? If I were Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Aaron. It's just weird, dude. I don't know. They were like so excited and all pumped and everything. And I was like, man, that guy's like, well, he has a team of people who go through the Instagram. So I hope it's all wholesome, but I don't know. I've seen the world, Aaron. I hate Steve Aoki. I. Yeah, I don't really think too much about it. I I don't put, you can't put your moral standards on other people. People can do what they want to do. Yeah, they can do what they want to do. I just thought it was funny and weird. Yeah. I have no opinion of Steve Aoki. I've never even listened to his music unless I did it unintentionally because I guess he's a pretty big techno kind of guy. Anyways, German monks would fast. Who would fast? We're still allowed to try, allowed to drink beer. They would try and brew liquid bread. First off, I love everyone responding, but the grammar in these things is <laughs> massively terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling you that, Blake, because I love you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what he's trying to say. Okay, so German monks in the past used to, you know, a good listener. Mm-hmm. He, my the, our beer uh, expert here, mm-hmm. he reached out to me and told me about all this. So I guess in order to eat, they would brew beer. That was almost the consistency of bread. It was like liquid bread. And so they could still eat and not technically eat. They were drinking their calories. But if you're, how long did they have to fast? I don't know. Interesting. Because if you're not, if you're only doing it for a day, I would be fine. I wouldn't need anything. Yeah, I would definitely look it up because it was interesting. But Mm -hmm. it was funny because they were like, if you're trying to do this and not get drunk, there's like no way to do it. So... Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Interesting. Well, that's new for me. I learned something new. Mm-hmm. Speaking of being rich and famous, what accomplishments are you <laughs> most proud of? Uh, that's a good question. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Right now, I would say this podcast. And we survived two years. My biggest accomplishment is just getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, that too. I don't know. When I was younger, I used to really look at things as accomplishments, and I was really proud of myself when I would do certain things. But then I realized that your life is just a whole bunch of accomplishments that you either forget about or other people forget about. So I try to just enjoy the moments of when I'm doing something, and I don't necessarily look back on a time and be like, this was like the best thing. Because I've also learned that the best thing is just around the corner. I've had a lot of best things in my life. Yeah, I've had a lot of really terrible things, but then there's also best things that are like, you know what? I don't need to care about my accomplishments because I think if you have to care about your accomplishments, you have to care about your failures as well. Correct. Mm-hmm. I guess just to balance yourself out. Yeah. So I try not to be too bad on myself about my failures, but not too good on myself about my accomplishments. I just want to be in the middle and enjoy where I'm at. Yeah, I would say I, I can honestly say I think the podcast is one of them. And then also, learn. I think learning another language 
is also a big accomplishment. You see, that's what I would view as a big accomplishment, though. That's what I would like to do, but my brain hurts. And we had a long discussion about it in the car, Aaron. My brain hurts, too, but, I mean, you can still do it, son. You can still do it. It's not too late. So you still can have that on your list. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I like this one. I think you two should arm wrestle and then teach each other the kazoo. <laughs> I agree. We should and we should record that. We should record that. Uh, no. And put it on the story. Yes. Nope. Yes. I'm not arm wrestling anyone. You know. Yes. No. I yes. don't arm wrestle. Neither do I, I play either. the kazoo. I don't either. I'm it's, not going to arm wrestle with you. Why? It's not who I am inside. I don't. I have nothing to prove. Oh. Just assume I already lost. That's what I would tell people growing up. Oh God. Actually, you know what? So the so uh, yes to the person who wrote that in. We're not saying names generally, right? No. Okay. So yeah, the person who wrote that in. Yes, we will arm wrestle and. And Tino will learn how to play the kazoo, and it's then, easy. okay, well, yes, you make you make it seem easy, but it, dude, it's a kazoo. Children play it. Um, Literal children. Children Mr. are smarter. Children are smarter. You than can me. learn how to play the kazoo, son. Why don't you put that on your list? It is. So that's what we're gonna do, and we'll record it. We'll put it on a story. Okay. Just look for it. Um, what tips does Ao have for a beginner swimmer? Um, learn how to tread water first and be comfortable in the water. You're not a fan of just throwing children into the deep end and... Well, that's how I learned. Oh. So, yes, I am a fan of that. (laughs) You either sink or swim. (laughs) We started off with ten siblings and there was five. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, you you literally have to jump in because you will float to the top. Most people don't realize that people who don't know how to swim... They don't know you will come up. You'll come up to the top, and you just don't panic. So tread water first. If you know how to tread water, tread water, um, and be comfortable with the water. That's the first tip. Yeah, I think this is this is more for a adult or adult adult or older uh, kid who's learning to swim. Right, because generally we live as we learn as children, but then some people have to wait until they're older to learn. What I know, I don't. I have no idea what phase because he says a beginner swimmer. I would just guess that they're an adult. But if you're an adult, that doesn't mean treading water is good. Yeah, I mean if you if you don't know how to tread water, then you won't be able to swim. Yeah, and I would try not to panic too much. Right. I mean, tread water and don't panic. So, in other words, what you have to do is get into the deep end where your feet can't touch the, let go of the side. And, you know, and get o- comfortable. Always remember you can float, too. If you've just taken a lot of air, you can lay on your back kind of and just float if you, right. if you need time to yeah, absolutely. catch your breath. I've used that technique in the ocean before when I got caught in a rip current. I think oh. I told that story, right? No. Oh, well, yeah, I used that. I, I just I got tired. Instead of panicking, I just laid on my back and floated and thought about how to get out of this mess. And eventually I made it out. <laughs> Took a while. Did but you live? I, I I survived somehow. Wow. But I but if I had panicked I would have got tired and drowned. So Yeah, that's a big thing with swimming is just the panicking factor. Yeah, just don't panic. Just relax. Um if you already know how to tread water, then what I would usually do is just grab like a, a floating like device like a buoy or not a buoy, but a like a Did get a buoy like ones in the ocean. You know no, no. And I, <laughs> I say a buoy, but you know, get ding, like a ding, get ding. like a 
uh, I don't know. Like, in the middle of the pool. You know they have those flotation devices. A noodle. Get a noodle. A noodle, yeah. You can grab a noodle and hold on to it and then just start kicking. So doing doing practicing your kicks. Yeah. So going up and down the pool with that. And then once you do that, then you have to learn how to do, you know, depending on which stroke you want to learn, whether it's backstroke, freestyle, butterfly, and breaststroke. Breaststroke is actually the easiest one. Yeah. And, um, yeah. The thing about swimming, though, is a really good exercise. It's amazing exercise. And if you – if so, yeah, let me know what kind of tips you were talking about. Um, but let me know what phase you're at, and I can give you more tips. I can even do some demonstrations and put them on Instagram as well. Yeah, you have a pool, so. I do have a pool. Aaron's rich and famous, man. We're uh, on, a, on a hill. No. Okay, if you had twins, would you name one Deja and the other Vu? Mm, probably not. You name them Tweedledee and Tweedle Idiot. <laughs> That's a good question. If I had twins, what would I name them? That is funny though. Deja vu. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I don't yet. think about baby names because I'm just you know a nervous person. <laughs> okay. Did you choose? Oh, this is a great question to end the podcast. This is the two-year celebration podcast. We're at almost an hour and a half. It's long because this, you know. It's it's for the people. It's for the people. What are we talk about? We're in the middle of the road here. <laughs> Where's my pizza? <laughs> did you choose podcasting or did it choose you? I think a little bit of both. Yeah, me too. A little bit of both. Um I'm just I'm just glad that it's still around. Um because I, did, I couldn't have imagined it. But now when I go to Spotify and I scroll through the episodes, it's just it's funny because I'm like, wow, we recorded this many. So, um, yeah, it's a, gr- it's a good experience. And it's fun. And it's not we don't take ourselves too seriously. We just do it for fun. And if you want to listen, cool. If not, then that's cool as well. Jump uh, or go take a long walk off a short pier. But no. have a buoy with you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have a noodle. Well, as long as you can tread water, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think we're both inquisitive people, mm-hmm. and that has been to our benefit, and also, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it has also required us to edit out lots, <laughs> lots of, uh, many minutes, many, many hours, hours, probably, of, ma- of material, so, uh, yeah, and who knows, one day, maybe we'll just put together a clip of just all the stuff we've edited out, you can buy that, <laughs> you can buy that for 20 bucks, I'll put it on a CD just for you. If you upload it to the internet, we'll find you and maim you <laughs> exactly. electronically. If you want the un, the the edits, the things that we've edited out. Which, to be honest with you, though, I can't think of anything that we edited out that was really that bad. No, but we just like to keep it lighthearted and family friendly. You know, I, I know that there's a lot of people I know and I respect that I wouldn't necessarily want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, gotta be me? Well, or what I have to say. There was a joke I said about there was a joke I said about the bracelet things mm-hmm. that I cut out because after talking to Anna, I realized that it was not a nice thing to say. What did you say again? It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it was uh, it was something that I had to even sit and think. Why did I say that to begin with? Why do you make these kinds of jokes, Antonio? I know why. <laughs> Because you're racist? No, it wasn't even that. And you're sexist? (laughs) Oh, man. Ageist? Okay, but I have to say, hasn't the podcast given you your own perspective on yourself as well? 
Because I have to listen to these things and I have to hear myself over and over again and be like, hey, this and that, what's good, what's not good. Try to see like when I express these certain views, why am I saying that? Why do I feel that way? Why am I upset about these things? Or why do I joke about this thing? Or why do I feel defensive when we talk about this certain thing? No, I agree. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Introspective. Introspective. Woo! Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're smart people. We're geniuses. Sign us up for a genius school. Yeah. No, because we're going to teach it. That's why. Not because we have to go to genius. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been a fun ride and I'm looking forward to see what fun things we have planned. And for what do you future. have to say to the audience? Uh, if you've <laughs> never been, to, <laughs> I know, right? If you've never been to Tucson, make sure you um, make a trip to come visit us, the Two Crazy Scoops in Tucson. Especially now when all the coronavirus cases exactly just blowing up. Exactly, go just, to just, dirt bags. Just, we'll, we'll go to. We'll take you to dirt bags and Del Taco <laughs> and Del Taco. And there's a free restroom right around the exactly. corner. Exactly, <laughs> we'll sit in the parking lot and watch party <laughs> buses pull up. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man! And all I have to say, to the audience is thank you for. I think I mean, we do this a lot, though. I feel like we thank people a lot because we really do, from the bottom of our hearts, care. You know, you know. Well, special thank you. Can we just throw a few shout outs out there? Yes, for for the two years, who are we going to thank first? A and A. I have to thank her. Yes, A and A for being supportive, for helping us host sometimes, for doing the sound for us, um, and just being a really good sport. So yes, I I agree. A and A should definitely get a special shout out. Um, all of our guests we've had a lot of guests I want to have them back too so if you're listening to this and you've been a guest in the past and if you're not listening to this I do want to reach out to people two years later mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know is it a good idea to kind of I just want to take a short period of time to talk to each of our guests perspective on what happened during COVID for them mm-hmm. nothing too depressing no it will I'm but just sure. a realistic thing because this was a funny podcast. We had fun. We had a lot of laughs mm-hmm. at the beginning with, you know, Daniel and Damien and uh, Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just we had a few episodes. Miguel, who I do want to have you on, Miguel. And I said we need to do this. We need to do that. But it just seems like every time we plan something, it doesn't. It's almost like writing a script. Like we write a script and then sometimes we stick too much on one thing and we don't have another thing. But I do want to have Miguel back on too because I feel like he has an interesting take on, on these things as well because I always really like hearing his opinions on things or his life experience and things like that. Okay. Um, so I think that would be a cool project for the next season. Yeah. Because we have three episodes left and maybe we can do one with someone and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I would d- definitely thank our first guests for believing and Jacob as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob for believing in us. He was our first first guest, right? Oh, I thought it was um... no, because the first one was uh, we had that was when I introduced Cleo as our cat, and that was just the second episode, I think. Okay, but then in, okay, so maybe it was him. There was someone we recorded with, and they we couldn't release that episode, and then. I'm not. I don't say any names. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shout out to you. You know. <laughs> and then I thought it was Danny after that. No, it was. It was the person we couldn't mention. Jacob, Damien, then, then Danny. Danny. Okay, and then Tyson. Uh, was Tyson the then next? Then Tyson. And then we tried to do episodes ourselves, and it didn't really work out. And then Ethan. Mm-hmm. He came before the pandemic. Oh, that's right. Um. 
we keep going, and we went to El Paso that one time. And then Miguel, I think, was our last in-person uh, episode. That was the movies episode, right? The movies and then the drumming short podcast. And then our last uh, guest was Jesse. For the first season, okay. No, no. Oh, yeah, for the first season. Okay. But he didn't come in. And I was like, oh, hey, maybe we can just go to your house and record. And he was like, dude, like, it's serious. And I was like, oh. I didn't fully, 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 fully get it, but he was pretty serious about it. So I appreciate that about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we just started doing a couple episodes ourselves, and then it just went all online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in Zoom, we've been able to get a lot of people. Um, the sidekicks, that that episode for me was a, was a highlight, too. Yeah, shout out to the sidekicks. sidekicks. Uh, there was one episode we did where we had like it was like I felt like it was six people like at the same time. That was the first episode because you were what you had planned out to begin with. Because I think we were like I was like ah, I don't really want to do this anymore. I, don't, I mean, it's just not the same. We tried doing it, and then what you had done is you made a schedule of people and you would set up appointments. Oh, that's true. And that's so right. it was like bam, bam, yeah, bam, like one five, after the other, six, after the other. Seven. And I then at the end, that. we were just like, because Danny stayed on and Levi stayed on. And then yeah. it was just like everyone at the end. And Aaron, and I think that was, he was on that one. Aaron too, right? was a different one too. Because we had Isaiah. One. And Isaiah needs to come on too. I just, uh, like, his, it, people say we cheated him because we had such a short episode about his life. Well, and well, times. well hey, let's bring him back. Yeah, bring so, him back. We yeah. have some good ones. And then we have some people. And then what I really liked about Zoom is that we were able to get some people overseas. Yeah. So we had Brazil, um, Victor from Brazil. We had um, I, I want to get Jose. I want to get another episode with people overseas, each one that we've done. I but, have one. that I'm, I just have to nail the person down as far as schedule. But I have one potential one in Israel who, who wants to. I really want to spend a lot of time getting questions together, though, before we do those episodes. Because I feel like I've neglected to ask certain things that maybe could have been done or said. We can also have those people on. Because we had Jose and we had, wasn't Perry Vago on too? uh So we got Angola representing. And then we. Brazil. Brazil. And then Canada. That doesn't really count as another country. Canada? Who was in Canada? Oh. That wasn't a podcast. That was an actual. You were actually hanging out with someone. Oh, I forgot. We were associated. We should have recorded it, though. We are going to have a podcast with them in a couple weeks. Uh, Him, actually. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Never mind. No. Shout out to uh, the Best 3 Out of 3 podcast. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a collab with them coming up. Um, Three weeks. Four weeks. Oh, and there's. And maybe France, possibly. France. We, We might have one from France as well. Uh, and that's all that we've had out of the country. Yeah. That were, yeah. He wasn't from, he was from Mexico. And then we have people who traveled, you know, who brought their experiences to the podcast. Jose with his episode about China. And not to drag this on too long, but two years later, how has this benefited you? Mm, I've learned, um, patience. And I haven't killed you yet. <laughs> I know. I wanted to say that on the trip, Aaron. And it, when we were taking the trip this time, I just said, I was thinking to myself, you know, I feel like we've grown as people. Because the last time that we went on a road trip together, I, I knew there was two years ago and there was things about myself that I was still trying to work on, but very confused about. And then I've spent but, the past two years. But mind you. That road trip, as far as I'm concerned, was a good road trip. Yeah, but in my head, there was just a lot going on. Yeah, in my but brain. just keep because we we had a, we had a, to me it was a very fun trip. Okay, and then I've grown in the past. No, 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 <laughs> don't. No, but I just want you to know that's not. Don't think that it was a 
I've never taken a bad road yeah. trip with you. It's always been fun, uh-huh. you know, and granted, you know. I was just happy is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I feel like through the podcast, I think we've both were upset about things and then we compromised and then came to terms with things. And then. Yeah. You learn, you learn to work together. Yeah. You and learn that's to work fun. together. And it's, and the thing about it is, you know, because it's a joint podcast, we both have our input. And so we we put our ideas out there and we see what works and what doesn't work and we just try it. And I mean, that's a skill. You learn it. And so, you know, again, I, it's been I, a I've worked on a lot of projects where they've just fallen apart because of disagreements. Yeah, but you can't you can't always insist on your way. Sometimes you got to give. That's and, what I'm saying. I so, think I start I stopped doing that and this podcast is what has become of it. And yeah. I'm trying to continue to do that by working on other projects with people and trying to mm-hmm. like even this thing with Tom, like before I would never have just said I wanted to start making music with someone just for the fun of it mm-hmm. but I'm kind of op- open to that and seeing what happens so I will submit songs for that project yes if you have a song you want us to cover for you that you've written a song that you want us to cover that I don't know has been written if you want us to uh, if you have a song you want to give us and play you know heck well I don't I just I, I can only do lyrics I don't know if I can do beats or music I don't know my name is Aaron Owens, and I'm here to say I that everything know. in here is super okay. Okay, I could freestyle. <laughs> and every time that I All right, we'll walk do an episode. down the street, we'll... I love everyone that I meet. I'm Aaron Owens. No, no, that's not how it I'm would Aaron go. I'm Aaron Owens. <laughs> anyway, you know Owens. this has been an episode I'm of Two Aaron Crazy Owens. Scoops. Thank you so much for listening, and... Thank you for hanging out with us for two years if you've been with us from the beginning. And if not, then regard- forget you, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Spend two years with us and buy us stuff. Come on. One day we'll have merch. I haven't worked on merch. We'll have to work on Pain merch. And- <laughs> Pain, and, Pain confusion. and confusion. I don't Pain know what the button confusion. is. Confusion. Oh, here we go. I'm here to say oh, everybody God. here is super okay. My freestyle will not be anything like in this. In the morning, I eat a burrito and I get a Frito. Oh. I work on computers. Yeah. No. I used to drive for Uber and I hate all the college students, so I don't know what rhymes with students. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you love this song. You know it. Uh, Thanks the, for two years. The music is fine. Don't like the lyrics. Oh, this is where it gets bad. I'm taking off my headphones now. Another day, you know. Keep it in the loop, cause it's two crazy scoops. Two crazy scoops. Two crazy scoops. Listen, I know this is ridiculous. Okay, I just do it for fun. It's, it's wholesome, right? I can curse. You said you could.